Punk Rock HR is proudly sponsored by UKG. Visit UKG.com to learn more about their award-winning all-in-one HR solution. They're going to make your life easier. Head on over to UKG.com. Hey, everybody. I'm Lori Rudiman. Welcome to Punk Rock HR. My guests today are Chaz Fields and Teresa Smith. They're part of the HCM Advisory Group at UKG, where they offer insights and advice to corporate HR leaders and business leaders just like you. Today's conversation focuses on big data, but not like it's 2016. We bring it to life in 2021. We talk about where it is, what it feels like, what it means, and how to utilize big data to really fix work. So if you're on an HR journey and you're like, ah, I need to improve my executive presence, or I want to tell better stories and make the case for fixing the employee experience, well, sit back and enjoy this conversation with Chaz Fields and Teresa Smith. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, Lori. It's good to be here. Thank you so much for having us. Morning, everybody. Well, it's great to see you both. As our audience can see and hear, we've got a panel today. I think that's what you call two people. We've got Chaz and Teresa. And before we get started, Chaz, we'll start with you. Why don't you tell everybody who you are and what you're all about? Hey, I'm Chaz Fields. I'm a senior partner of the HCM Strategic Advisory Group and Human Insights here at UKG. What do we do? So we do a lot of thought leadership. We do a lot of writing. We do a lot of speaking around the world. Probably our favorite, or at least my favorite part of the job is the consulting element where we get to have conversations about people with their people at work and how can we improve the bottom line through people and whether it's engagement or productivity or trust, that's what we do. So it's really exciting to be here. Thank you for having us. Sure. And Teresa, what do you do for a living? Who are you? What are you all about? Yeah. So Teresa Smith and I am the senior managing partner of the HCM Strategic Advisory Group. So Chaz and I work very closely together. We do a lot of writing and speaking on HR topics and trends that are impacting organizations everywhere. And we're just looking forward to having a conversation today. Well, I love it. I'm real grateful you're both here because we're going to talk about big data. That's the topic. But before we get started, I just wonder if you guys want to take a swing at the question of where are we in the world of work right now in 2021? What do you see? What are you feeling? What's on the horizon? When you talk to your clients, what are they talking about? So Chaz, let's start with you. Yeah. So it's really hard. I think we're all kind of COVIDed out. You know, the, the COVID fatigue is set in, but it's like Teresa and I were talking earlier. It's a very real thing still based on the disruption and all of the issues it's caused and what HR has to navigate now. It was speaking this past week and some folks came up to us and said, you know, how do you feel about the vaccines being approved by the FDA? And my response was, you need to be prepared to how you're going to handle it if the government says they're going to mandate vaccines, right? Now that it has been FDA approved. That's on the forefront of a lot of people's mind. Obviously, diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging is still at the forefront of a lot of people's minds, but people are just really, really unsure right now, specifically around job security, what's going on with the economy, and different components of that. So we talk to them and we just say, hey, better days ahead. Let's answer what we can now and move forward. Teresa? 
Yeah, you know, Chaz, you're spot on with that. And I think one of the biggest things we're seeing out there is FUD, fear, uncertainty, and doubt. With so much happening, not just with COVID, but everything that's happening with all the natural disasters, civil and social unrest around the world, people really, I think, are feeling those impacts and it's impacting organizations as they look to prepare and plan for the future. Well, that's really interesting, especially around FUD, because one of the things we say is that data can really tell a story and help to almost calm people down, to give them information, right? To help them plan, to make them just a little bit more emotionally regulated. So let's talk about that. But I want to take a step back because I want to know what big data is. Everybody has a definition and most of them are not good. So I don't know, either one of you, tell me what big data is. I'm going to put it in layman's terms here, but it's really a way for organizations to take data from different systems and processes that they're doing to look at it in a holistic view to really drive the organization forward. That makes sense to me. Where do I find big data? Like, where is it? Can I find it in a computer? Can I find it in a system? Like, where does it sit? Where does it reside? That's a great question. Here's the deal. It's everywhere. It really boils down to how you're tracking it. It's data at high speed and velocity. I mean, at the core, that's what we're talking about is a lot of it at a high speed. So it could be across multiple systems. It could be data that's in your mind. Now, when you start to talk about big data, immediately you think about the technology piece. So for a lot of companies that Teresa and I work with, it's in Microsoft Excel. It could be in your ERP. It could be in your HCM. It could be in your time clocks. It could be all of these different places, even in your logistics software, your service and distribution software. All of it plays a factor into your people and how you as an organization make decisions. Okay, so we've got big data. It's too big for me to kind of look at it and make any sense of it, right? It's in systems, it's all over. And to have it tell a story, we need to process it, right? So how do we do that? Is that through HR technology and tools? Is that through systems? When you work in HR, what do you do with this big data? Why and how is it useful? Yeah, I think one of the biggest things around why and how it's useful is it comes in variety of different methods, as Chaz mentioned, right? So you may even have big data in some of your manual processes. So it's making sure that you have that data in a single view that you can pull from or to be able to easily integrate data from various different systems to really begin to paint that picture or tell that story across the organization. Problem is, sometimes it's a little too complex, right? So we kind of push away from it or we shy away from it and we just go back to our traditional methods of using data overall. Amazing. All right. So I can see why it would then be important to figure out a way to get to this data because we want to tell better stories, make better decisions. Tell me why this is still important because we've been talking about this for like a decade, but I don't think we make a good enough case as to why this is important in human resources. Great question. I think what's really interesting about this whole thing, is, and Teresa and I were talking about this before, and we hear it all the time, is HR has their hands in just about every part of the business, right? They just do so much. And what happens is an executive or a leadership person says, tell us more about big data and tell us about our people data. And if I'm being honest, sometimes HR doesn't have the ability or has been given the opportunity to be trained on even how to assess data day in and day out, right? So then you hear about artificial intelligence, Lori, and it's like, well, how do we use AI in our decision making? And now don't get me wrong, there's a lot of technology out there that will help you address sentiment and provide recommendations and let the data and the AI do what it's supposed 
supposed to do. But we also have to take a step back and think about, have we even taught HR how to practically look at data and say, here's what you're seeing. Here are the decisions that you can make from this. And I think when you break it down into smaller pieces of the pie, it's not as scary, right? But we can't just flip a switch and be a data scientist like Teresa is overnight. Those things take time and they take resources and they take training. And that's what we're trying to accomplish is to say, hey, look, there is tech out there that will help you, but there's also ways that you can address it in simpler form. So if you don't have the technology, you can actually make that story for yourself and say, I looked at XYZ charts, graphs, XYZ Excel spreadsheets, and we started here and here's how we've improved and here's where we're going and really create that strategic vision and goals. Well, I like this idea of storytelling with data because you're right. When we talk about it, it's often focused on this weird robotic way of thinking and it's for IT folk. And I want to be able to tell a greater story about employees. Like I want some emotional resonance. So talk to me about the emotional impact of big data. What's the potential? What can be realized with it? Well, definitely don't shy away from big data, right? That's the most important thing here. But currently we see a lot of organizations where they're touting their data, but they're still not really understanding what it's saying. And as a result, we often get paralyzed by what actions we need to take to make corrections if the data hints the slightest little problem. So many times this is a result of not having a fully good understanding of their data and how that data can really be brought to life. So I think HR leaders and people managers kind of get inundated with these terms like strategic data or artificial intelligence, people analytics and machine learning. It's a lot to comprehend. And it can be frustrating when they're told that these areas really should be their focus without having a sense of how that will happen or where all these activities will fit in our day to day. This is frustrating also for our employees, right? And our managers and leaders alike, because when you have a lack of data or data is bad or it's inaccurate and it's difficult to access or understand, it impacts every part of the business. And the business, it's impacted because if they don't have access to the right data, think about that for a second, right? If you don't have access to the right data, it can result in poor customer service that can impact the bottom line. And then when we look at it from an employee perspective, if it's difficult to get data out or the data is hard to understand, it can be very frustrating for the employees, especially when they need information in a timely manner to make personal as well as professional decisions. And this is where you start seeing that emotions of the employee morale declining. And then for our managers and our leaders, if they don't have the data they need to drive their teams and move the organization forward, it really makes it difficult for them to make organizational and strategic changes to their people and their processes. And really, it's hard to align their people with the organizational goals. So there's a lot of emotions behind all of this. Yeah, I think the big key is, and this goes back to physics, with every action, there's a reaction. And every decision you make, there's going to be a positive reaction or a negative reaction. And I think it boils down to one is your data trusted. If it's garbage in, it's going to be garbage out. And if it's garbage out, that does impact the employees because you're making decisions on something that is literally trash, for lack of a better term, right? So we have to take a look at that, right? If we sit here and we say we care about the business, we have to make sure that we care about our people first because they're the ones that make the business thrive. And if we are impacting 
damaging the business in a negative way emotionally, as, as Teresa just described, what do we expect, right? We're probably going to expect that decline in behavior, that quality control, whatever the positive tone when someone picks up the phone from customer service simply because we took a look at big data and said, this is what we should do. And it's not the right decision, right? So there's a lot of positive that can really, really come out of it. But again, it goes back to understanding and teaching these components first. Well, that makes sense to me. So I wonder if we can make this a little human. Do you have a client story or a customer story of some organization that was actually transformed through rethinking their relationship with big data? How does this look in the real world? And how does it make work better? Because ultimately, that's what we're here to do, right? We're here to fix work, to improve employee experiences. So tell us a story about this journey that an organization has been on. You know, I was working with a customer who was having high turnover and they were really having a hard time retaining their talent. So they pulled the traditional reports of turnover and headcount and they were able to identify that. But once they started looking at big data, really peeling back the layers and looking to identify the trends and what was happening in the organization overall, what they found was they didn't just only have a turnover and a headcount issue. They had a deeper issue with a particular department and it was the manager that had a lack of training. So people were leaving the organization because they didn't feel like their manager was leading them appropriately. So their performance was dropping, their customer responses, they were getting bad scores on their surveys. So it all boiled down to the point that their manager needed more effective training to help lead their people and guide them in a positive direction for the organization. That's a simple story, but by peeling back that data and really diving into it, they were able to uncover a deeper problem than just their turnover and headcount. Really interesting. You know, the vision that comes to me when you tell that story, it's almost like they can take a drone and go directly in and like pinpoint something that's going wrong out of all of these data points. I mean, that's really fascinating and it allows an organization to operate in a more agile way. So that's really, I think, refreshing and also very interesting that you can do that with data. I don't know, Chaz, you got a better story than that? Man, I don't, I don't know that it's a better story. <laughs> so, so maybe I'll highlight maybe I'll highlight some of the things that Teresa talked about there. I think the reality of it is when we take a look at some of the things that we notice with trends, one of the things that we know with HR people is they open up all these Excel spreadsheets and Teresa and I can literally watch their face go blank. I was working with a customer out of Oklahoma. It was a manufacturing environment. And as we all know, manufacturing typically has pretty high turnover just in general. But the turnover, ironically, was because the people that were recruiting didn't fully understand the business. So I took a look at some of the data they were doing, some of the requisitions, some of the stuff that they were putting out. And what was happening was in the interview process, they were describing a job that actually wasn't the job being performed by the individual that was walking through the door. So really what we had was a mishap of expectations being set with that individual. And all of that was driven by, man, you have high turnover, but there's got to be something more to just manufacturing being hard work. I think people know that manufacturing is hard work and come to find out it was the individual just didn't understand the full gamut of what the business was doing, thus leading to the turnover. So simple trends, identifying and learning some of those tips, tricks, and techniques that Teresa and I are going to share over the next several months were absolutely going to help people understand that you don't have to have that blank stare anymore. Yeah, that's really reassuring. Well, tell us a little bit about your journey and what's next for the both of you with big data, with your jobs. What's on the horizon for you? Because I know this is a passion for you. You're passionate about educating HR leaders and leaders of tomorrow. So where's this big data journey taking you? 
Bruce and I will be speaking at Sherm National this year, which will be really great. And then we've got a couple conferences followed up with that UKG Works and UKG Connections that we have that are both customer events that we'll be speaking on this topic. You'll see a lot of writing coming out about this too. Teresa being the data scientist that she is, she absolutely puts a ton of information that's actually already out there. So definitely go check that out. But for the listeners, if you will be at Sherm National, make sure that you mention this podcast, make sure you say, hey, look, we're going to attend your session. We would love to sit down and chat with you about the challenges that y'all are having and continue to be on the lookout because we are constantly trying to improve your lives, the experience that y'all are having with artificial intelligence and big data. And we want to make sure that you have the tools you need to keep your organization thriving. Yeah, I would just say, you know, because big data is innovation, right? It's constantly evolving and it's constantly changing. I know for myself and Chaz, we both are going to continuously learn as we see things evolve so that we can bring it out to the field. And it's something that I'm very passionate about in case you couldn't tell, but I think we all need to be passionate about it. So if we can bring a lighter side to big data and how you can apply it to your business, that's really our ultimate goal at the end of the day. Really interesting. So before we wrap up the conversation, I have a really serious question. Are you ready? Ready. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) I want to know, is it big data or big data? I got to tell you, Lori, I've been struggling with this my whole life. I think it depends on where you're from. Some people call it data. Some call it data. I'm from the South, so I'm going to call it data. Chaz, what about you? I'm data and I live in Texas, uh, but I'm (laughs) from Indiana. So I don't know. It's kind of like tomato, tomato. It it is what it is. If you don't know, we'll just spell it, Teresa. Maybe that's what we'll do is D-A-T-A. That's how we'll address it moving forward. I don't want to sound like a noob, even though I am about this kind of stuff. So I just wanted to check in with y'all, make sure it was like not like a violation of anything to say data. So maybe we'll do a poll or maybe that's what we'll do. We'll do a poll and get back with you. I don't know. I love it. I love it. I'm voting on that poll. If it's on Twitter, LinkedIn, just let me know I'm there. Well, it's been a real pleasure to kind of talk to you about organizations, their journeys, and most importantly, why HR needs big data. So if we want to learn more, we know that we can go to ukg.com and, you know, get on the blog, get on all the good stuff. But where else could we go, Chaz? Yeah. So uh, if you just do a quick Google search of Teresa Smith or Chasfield, you can check out those resources. I'll always refer you to Sherm too. Sherm has some phenomenal resources out there that you can use, but quick and easy, go follow Teresa and I on LinkedIn. Uh, we can absolutely provide resources. We're constantly publishing that. And also I would encourage the workforceinstitute.org. We do a lot of research and keep up on the frontline trends of what's going on in the workplace. So Teresa, anything else to add? No, I think you nailed it right there. Thank you. Amazing. Well, we'll include all of that in the show notes. And thanks again for being a guest on the podcast today. Thanks, Lori. Thank you, Lori. Hey, everybody. I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Chaz Fields and Teresa Smith of UKG. Now, remember, UKG is a sponsor of Punk Rock HR this month. So head on over to UKG.com or visit the show notes at LoriRudeman.com forward slash podcast to download a white paper where I write about the future of work and really pull in some key thought leaders and some insights from UKG as well. It's a pretty great white paper if I do say so myself. Now, that's all for today, and I hope you enjoyed it. We'll see you next time on Punk Rock HR.